Is this the year that the NHL finally got the NHL awards right? We will talk about the newest crowned great guys in the league, plus checking on the playoffs and on the coaching uh, extravaganza going on in the NHL this, this week today on Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your Locked On NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right. Hello, podcast friends, listeners, etc., newcomers, countrymen. Lend me your podcast ears. Uh, you're listening to Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Sarah, host of Locked On Kings, one half of your Western Conference Wednesday team here uh, at Locked On NHL, joined as always by host of Locked On Flames. We've got Jess over there uh, ready to talk about the NHL. So thank you so much for listening to today's show or watching it on the YouTubes and for making this your first listen of the, well, afternoon, I guess, since... Uh, you know, that's how time works. But uh, glad that you're here today. We've got cool stuff to talk about. I hope it's cool, at least. First, we're going to look at uh, the latest coaching hiring uh, in our neck of the woods, at least in, in Dallas. We've got uh, Pete DeBoer joining the Dallas Stars. We've got the Florida Panthers doing some other uh, wacky stuff. But, you know, that's uh, for Eastern Conference, whatever their day of the week is to, uh, to dissect. But we're going to take a little look at what's going on in the coaching world. We're also going to look at the NHL awards, which were uh, the big ones were handed out, uh, I believe, last night. So we have some winners and some losers to talk about. And of course, check in on the Avalanche and the Lightning as that series is still going exactly as uh, high octane as we all thought it would. Uh, but let's check in with Dallas first. Actually, you know, this isn't Eastern Conference, whatever, but I feel like you have to have to mention it. Yeah. Um, what are the Florida Panthers doing? They are overreacting. Because, like, we talk about how you don't just get to the Stanley Cup final after, like, a successful regular season and, like, kind of has to come in increments. And, like, that big picture of success includes chunks of failure and mm -hmm. being eliminated by back-to-back -back Stanley Cup champions. I don't think that's a failure. No. Like, literally, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but of all people? Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a choice. Like, Paul Maurice, like, seems like a nice guy. Like, seems like, you know, he has his head on his shoulders, whatever. You know, the whole reason he stepped away from Winnipeg was he was like, listen, my heart's just not in it, basically. Um, yeah. Which is, like, very mature to recognize. To, like, I mean, mature, he's... A, real grown adult but you know yeah. um you know it's it's a lot of people don't recognize that and a lot of people just like are like well i'm making a ton of money i'm coaching a hockey team this is great but if you're not if you if you know you're not giving your best to your team like yeah like it's a it's a it's a rare choice but he he made it whatever but like yeah paul maurice is not who i look at and think ah this guy's gonna take the panthers to the next level like I get maybe, like, maybe Florida had some hesitance because, like, you know, maybe they're like, oh, this is just, like, a weird season. Like, was the success because of Andrew Brunette? Who knows? Um, I saw that they, like, offered him a different job, but I, yeah. if I were him, I would not take it, which could mean that 
Andrew Burnett is now going to be out there for all these teams who are still looking for coaches. And there's um, plenty of those. Right. So. Which is like great. <laughs> good for the, good for him, I guess, if he's going to turn this into something better. Um, but we have Dallas making some similarly uninspired choices, I guess, by hiring Pete DeBoer, yeah. of all people. I Just to go back to Florida for two seconds, I don't get why you would hire someone who I would consider a liability. Mm-hmm. Like, he checked out. Which is fine. Like, obviously, like, you got to do what you got to do and, like, move on. But, like, wouldn't you just kind of be like, thanks, but no thanks? Right. I'd want to probe that a whole lot to be like, you know... It's it's like the like hockey equivalent of like if you're someone who's had like six different jobs in the past year and then yeah. you go sit for a job interview and someone's like so can you tell me what Why was going on yeah and like sometimes it's for legit legit reasons and then sometimes it's like I don't know they wanted me to wear this shirt and I didn't want to wear it so I left like right mm. all right thank you very much we won't be contacting <laughs> you again thank you next literally yeah but I. What is Dallas doing? Um, I I don't understand because Pete DeBoer has not exactly had a run at success recently. No. I don't know. I feel like he's been a pretty embarrassing coach, but maybe it's been very like he he basically starts out hot and then yeah. things kind of like nosedive from there and then he generally lasts around like three or four years in each of his stops um so he spent three years in florida uh with the panthers missed the playoffs all three years you can't blame him for that like florida has just been like the fact that they're really good now is like delightful but they were really bad for a real long time um missed the playoffs he was with the devils for a little over three years first year took them to the stanley cup final they lost to the kings uh next two years missed the playoffs and then was fired the year after that uh, he went to San Jose, where at least he made the playoffs for most of the years. Um, lost in the Stanley Cup final, lost in the first round, lost in the second round, lost in the conference finals, and then got fired. <laughs> and then three years with Vegas, lost in the conference finals, lost in the no uh, the the, the uh, Stanley Cup semifinals, aka the weird COVID year, uh, and then missed the playoffs. Like he he gets you there, yeah, but he doesn't exactly. Like, he falls off. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, like, Sharks fans, I feel like, have had, have, like, the most, I mean, like, Vegas, Vegas is Vegas. I feel like you could kind of put, like, a potato in front of Vegas and coach them to some level of success. Um, You know, this year, it's easy to, like, rip on Pete DeBoer, but, I mean, the whole team was hurt. Like, you know, when Mark Stone's hurt, when you have weird goalie controversy, like, there's not much Pete DeBoer could have done there. Um but it just like I, I just I, I feel like I, this is one where it's like mm, listen to Sharks fans here because none of them are like this guy, this guy does not inspire confidence. <laughs> yeah, and like just the reaction from Twitter in general was just kind of like this. Like Stars fans were like, "All right, guys, see you in three years. We're yeah. done." Like, yeah. And at that point, you're not gonna have like I'm assuming Jamie Ben. And Tyler Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are going to be gone, or at least on the tail end of their career. Um, I don't know. At least you got Jake Ottinger. (laughs) I I, I don't know what, like, I I truly 
don't know. I feel like it's, you know, I hope it goes well for them. Mm -hmm. But I just, it doesn't really, it leaves me wanting more. Yeah. And I think like one thing, it's one of those things where it's like, we'll probably never know what the conversation was. But the other thing to keep in mind about Dallas is that GM Jim Nill is on the last year of his contract. And so, you know, you have to wonder what that conversation was like between, you know, him and ownership and Pete DeBoer of, you know, new GMs always want to pick their guy. And so either there's like a handshake agreement in place that Jim Neal's getting an extension or was Pete DeBoer willing to live with this uncertainty? I believe it's, he got a four-year contract with, with the stars, um, which feels like a commitment. And that's usually about the time that he wears out his welcome. So you know, <laughs> I just, whatever. Oh. Yeah. I didn't even think about the general manager, but maybe it is a one and done. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, for a team that has the players to do a more like high octane offense, um, you know, DeBoer's system, you know, is usually thought of as more like, rigid it's not exactly a hey tyler sagan just go and play and have fun um you know if you have creative players but you're not freeing them up to act creatively and like that's kind of the like the funk that dallas has been in for the past couple years if you have these guys who now you're asking to like go against like the way that they play best right. and it seems like they're gonna get more of that and it's not like they're a bad team Mm-hmm. Not like, you know, like Daryl Sutter coming into the flames and saying, all right, we, we need to fix this, like Everything. home improvement, like yeah. full, like makeover. But like they made the playoffs this year mm-hmm. and they took Calgary to what, seven games mm-hmm. and like one of the best teams in the league to seven games that ended in overtime. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I don't. You don't think you need a guy like Pete DeBoer. I think you need someone who has a little more flexibility and, like mm-hmm. you said, allows the players to have fun and go out there and play, but still tackle. <laughs> they, I, right. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not a hockey coach. I can't go. They wouldn't even look at me. They'd say, You're a woman. Get out. <laughs> like, I, they. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I don't think that this is the right answer. And I don't think he's the answer. He was the answer for any team that mm-hmm. was looking for a head coach right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel like anyone has been like, oh, we hired Pete DeVore. We're so excited. Like, I don't think that that has no. happened. And but I don't think that would really ever happen at this point. No. But, well, good luck to Dallas. Good luck <laughs> to their players who like to score goals who may be not doing a lot of that because they're going to be asked to play a different game. Yeah. Who knows? Good luck to them. Good luck. Well, we're going to look at the NHL awards coming up next, but first, I think you have some cool stuff to tell us about. I do. Rockauto.com is one of my favorite things that I've been introduced to through the Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, They are a family-owned business that have been operating for over 20 years that uh, give you reliably low prices for your car parts. And um, I drive a car that is probably older than some of you listeners. So it's a great opportunity for me to not have to speak to people at the 
uh, car dealership or local chain store, I can get what I need for lower prices and figure out how to do it myself with Rock Auto. They are reliably low for every customer, and I think that's great. Their website is easy to navigate, and it just is a breeze, and their shipping is fantastic as well. And why would you spend 30, 50, or even 100% more on the same parts that Rock Auto has to offer for less? So head on over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for, for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com all right, so the other uh, big NHL news is that the NHL awards were handed out in a show that I guess some people watched. I mostly just heard what people said on Twitter, um, which I think is actually how most people interacted with the NHL awards. But I feel like the biggest thing that I've seen, except for a couple of people who have had really hot takes, particularly on the Calder, we'll talk about that. This feels like the first year where in, in kind of recent memory where it seems like they really got the, 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 the voting right. Um, so our winners, uh, most of them come from the East, fine, whatever, East coast bias, whatever. Exactly. Uh, we have Austin Matthews with both the Hart and the Ted Lindsay award. We have Kale McCarr winning his first Norris trophy. Moritz Sider won the Calder and then Igor Shesterkin won the Vezina in like near unanimous fashion. Yeah. Which it was like by like, like a thousand points, I think. Yeah. Between like him and like the third place voting or something. Yeah. Um, and I feel like looking at these, like I can't particularly disagree with any of them. I've seen some people, you know, suggest that like Roman Yossi maybe should have won the Norris this year. But I mean, <laughs> I know that like the playoffs aren't counted in this, obviously, since it's, you know, all done beforehand. But like, Kill McCarr, man. Like, he's unreal. He is. <laughs> he is. And I don't, like, I understand, like, the defense for Roman Yossi and, like, why mm -hmm. he, like, would get your first place vote. But I also think Kale McCarr is uh, just unstoppable. Yeah. And I, I, I saw something, I, I of course can't find it now, but there was a stat about, you know, basically all of the winners of the heart or the, not the heart, the, the, it's like him and Adam Fox, like we're just seeing a lot of very young players yeah. win, win the Norris lately. Um, even, you know, Austin Matthews, you know, it's been like him and Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl all winning the like MVP award. And it's the first time ever that there's been like this long of a stretch of players under the age of, you know, 25 or whatever. And I feel like, you know, just speaks a lot to, I mean, A, how things are shifting so much more towards that, like, first, you know, entry level, first contract level of players, and just how much the game is changing, and how much more, like, freedom these young guys have to play their game. And, you know, we get to watch Kale McCarr just look, make, you know, <laughs> make the other team look, like, stupid all the yeah. time. It's crazy. I talked about this on uh, my show, I think it was Monday's show, about how when someone, like an athlete of high level, mm -hmm. makes it look easy, mm -hmm. that means they are very good at what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. <laughs> Exceptionally good. And 
Kale McCarr and Connor McDavid go out there night after night and just look like they're being controlled by like a PlayStation controller. Yeah. Like they don't look human. They're video game cheat codes, like whatever. And I, I really like this youth movement. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, because it gets like Victor Hedman out of the talk because I'm, I'm sorry, but the fact that he received a nomination, I think it was last year, over Charlie McAvoy was absolutely insane to me. Charlie McAvoy finished fifth, fourth or fifth this year for Norris. So Norris voting, so thank you, everyone. Um, But I just, I think that it's important to kind of notice this shift and Mm -hmm. really... um, how much the game is changing and you know especially when you're looking at your team to sign people like do you Mm -hmm. want someone who is so set in their ways as like an older player or do you want like this young like Mm -hmm. 25 26 year old guy who who can keep up with I mean I don't think anybody can keep up with Kale McCarr but like ridiculous yeah but you know just keep up with those the youngsters out there Yeah. And I think, I mean, it kind of goes back to, to, you know, what we were just talking about with coaching and Pete DeBoer of not every coach knows how to get the best out of those young guys. And not every coach knows how to like make sure their development, like they, they keep developing and they rely too much on the guy who's, you know, 28 years old and ancient in hockey terms and it's been around forever. Um, and, you know, maybe this kind of turning tide of, you know, even Shesterkin in terms of goalies, is fairly young and you know like the common wisdom on goalies is like oh they're not good until they're a lot older here he is like 26 years old and putting up record numbers yeah and like dragged that rangers team to you know you know they they, they were good but like i they i would like to see them without him uh get as far as they did but Uh, but yeah back up in there who is it gorgiev oh yeah 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 Who's also like Angelo? Yes, <laughs> I mean, if that's the only thing anyone ever remembers him for, like, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that's my legacy, like, right? For him. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, we have all these young guys who are, you know, I, I feel like I, I don't watch, you know, obviously since I cover a Pacific Division team, and you know, I I don't watch a ton of like the Rangers, for example. So mm-hmm. like. at one point you know the kings and the rangers played and i asked um john chick the host of locked on rangers i'm like listen i don't see a ton of adam fox like tell me why he is so great and yeah he's so great (laughs) like you watch this playoff series with him you watch him in the regular season and you're like yeah okay this kid deserved it right (laughs) who i unfortunately have to see like eight million times a year (laughs) at least it's not both of them yeah right That that would be pretty bad no, thank you. Colorado has too many nice things already. Yeah. I remember <laughs> during like the regular season, like their whole like top six was basically injured or something yeah. ridiculous. And we were like, yeah, no, they're still mm-hmm. a-, a good team without yeah. like Dog and yeah. <laughs> everything. Yeah. I mean, they've had to play their backup goalie in the playoffs and they've been fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's crazy. I mean, yeah, they're out like Nazem Kadri's out and he... It, you know, for all of the Nazem Kadri-ish issues that occasionally come along with him, he's out and has been fantastic for them in the regular season, in the playoffs. And 
they're chugging along just fine. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I don't get it. How do they do it? <laughs> um, Nate McKinnon would say with chickpea pasta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons that uh, they have been so successful uh, is, of course, their uh, GM, uh, Joe Sackick. He is one of the three nominees for the uh, award for the top general manager, along with Julian Brisebois from Montreal and Chris Drury from New York, um, all of which solid choices. That yeah. one gets announced um, during the draft, so we won't have a winner for that for a little bit, but... How, how, is, how has Colorado done it? Joe Sackick is ridiculous. Stop trading with him. Yeah, I think that everyone moving forward just needs to stop helping Colorado and Vegas. Yeah. because Vegas we, because it's funny. Right. Colorado because they're, because they're good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that we have uh, we have to find a new trade partner for like yeah. the league. Yeah. We're just... We're done. Um, we're, we're done tolerating it. They can, they can yeah. stop having nice things. Right. But we're going to look at a little more about Colorado and, of course, the Lightning coming up next as we check in on where we are at with the Stanley Cup final. Uh, but before we get to that, of course, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. So if you're looking to uh, put a wager down on game four, which is tonight, if you're looking to predict how many goals get scored or anything like that, you can go to Bet Online and uh, get involved in that action. You can, of course, find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including stuff on this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And of course, BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. No matter what it is, if it's boxing, golf, MMA, football, baseball, basketball, whatever the sport is, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of the action. So head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action get involved, figure out how many points Kale McCarr is going to have tonight. You, you, you probably do a, you can, you can guess a lot. Uh, so go check it out. Bet online where the game starts. It's a, uh, it's game four time. <laughs> and if you thought the Tampa Bay lightning, were going to go away quietly. Uh, I, have, I regret to tell you that they, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did not go away quietly. And I, I don't know why people thought that they would. Um, I mean, like, I get it because, you know, they've been deep in the playoffs the last three years or whatever. Um, but also, they're like cockroaches. You can't <laughs> kill them. <laughs> you can't do anything to stop them. And I, I don't know what they do. I, I don't know because, like, they're still hurt like they're yeah. but they're still performing well yeah it's I feel like that last game was so the game three Tampa Bay won six to two after being just like embarrassed by the avalanche in game two seven to nothing uh, which is honestly still funny that's like a week later or whatever uh, but yeah like Tampa Bay there's a reason that they're here. There's a reason that they're in their third consecutive Stanley cup playoffs. There's a, like, I, I don't know how they do it. I mean, talk about coaches that know how to get the best out of their teams. Like 
is John like it's a, it's a subject of a whole other show is like is John Cooper a wizard like yeah you know they have like player testing for like performance enhancing drugs but like what is he doing to get his brain to do this because um that's it's incredible and especially because Tampa did lose a lot of their depth mm-hmm. last off season and you know you're kind of configuring new ways to emulate success Mm -hmm. and here they are again do i find it concerning that they went down to not or oh and two to last back-to-back series yes but did i know that they were going to put up a fight yes yeah they're one of those teams that just they're relentless vasilevsky has looked not like himself mm-hmm. in I would say the last two rounds but I'm sure he's tired <laughs> like, <laughs> you know I, I'm not entirely sure how you try to justify yeah I, I don't know they're yeah. just really good yeah and it's yeah because I mean they lost I think it was like their whole fourth line they lost in the off season. they all went other places yeah um and, you know, I, I, I always think back to when they played uh, Chicago in 2015 for the Stanley Cup and they lost and everyone was like, you know, then, of course, things went a little sideways for the Lightning for a couple of seasons and Stephen Stamkos was hurt a lot and like whatever. But, the, you know, the kind of wisdom was that like this was a team that like they knew how to win, but they didn't know how to lose and they didn't know how to like deal with that adversity. Um, I think they figured that out. <laughs> I think yeah. I think they've got that under control now. I I think that you know they've I don't know I, I don't know how to even say it other than like what they're doing is just unheard of. You don't really hear an, about teams going like three in a row mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. in hockey. So when it does happen, you're just kind of like, oh. Yeah, like, oh, wow. that happened. how did it happen? Like, <laughs> what's their secret? Because obviously their offseason's much shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I really am interested to see how this series, series ends because mm-hmm. I do think it could easily go either way. I don't, yeah. um, you know, I'm not writing Colorado off because they lost one game in Tampa. I think that's that's silly but I'm also not writing the lightning off because they lost back-to-back games right yeah um I I think you know I I still lean towards the lightning in this one I think it is gonna Mm -hmm. take you know six seven games I don't this isn't a you know you're done quick series um but I think for Colorado like it's going to it's going to come down to their goaltending um Darcy Kemper like is and is not injured um of course they're like still being sketchy like you know he's playing obviously but yeah. is he totally healthy I mean probably no. not um Pablo Franco's their uh backup has been fine but you know you I, can't play a backup right like at this point in the playoffs yeah <laughs> like if you have something that's gone really wrong which it has um and you know I, I think that they you know obviously um Jared Bednar being sketchy about who he's going to start uh you know trying to play the like mind games whatever but everyone seems to think that it's Kemper again but 
you know, if they do have to rely on, on their backup, yes, Colorado can outscore their problems, but Tampa Bay can outscore them outscoring their problems. <laughs> right. And I, I honestly didn't watch much of uh, game three because I wasn't having fun. watching <laughs> Like, and same thing with game two. I mean, like I watched it, I was flipping back and forth between that and a baseball game, but like mm-hmm. I was what's it's not fun when you're just getting blown out like that and I think that this is the first time in a long time where the Stanley Cup truly has been Mm -hmm. the lot like the most talented teams Mm -hmm. and to watch it go this way is just like right all right thanks guys but I also just saw that Kadri was on the ice for morning skate could that be more mind games? I don't know. I mean, at this point, probably yes. Like, I feel like they're just each playing, like, playing each other. Yeah. Um, I do think I saw somewhere that, like, this has been the, like, highest rated Stanley Cup final in terms of, like, TV watching in, like, years, which I, I, I'd buy that. Um, they, even, even despite the blowout, like, these still have been, like the blowout was interesting to watch just because you're like, what is happening? What has gone wrong? Um, but they, they've been good games. Um, yeah. It's just like Tampa is just unbelievable. Like years from now, someone is going to write a book about this like era of the Tampa yeah. Bay lightning. And I can't wait to see the like behind closed doors things that come out because how, how are they doing it? <laughs> I know. Like, do they charge themselves like Teslas at night on top of sleeping? Probably. Because I don't understand. And I understand, you know, you have to be in, like your fittest form mm-hmm. to be a professional athlete. But there's absolutely no way you're doing this three years in a row without some sort of enhancement. And now I'm not accusing them of using drugs. But we are accusing them of being robots. Yes. I'm accusing them of using some sort of new technology and science that cannot be detected and that is not in the CBA, but will be in the next one because of Tampa. We've got nanobots. Here's your, here's your conspiracy theory. Locked on NHL says Tampa has like tiny robots in their blood. Yeah. They, they're like, I just, I don't understand because it's exhausting playing this deep into the season and they're still doing it and playing yeah. well. If they don't look tired. No. It's like don't. sometimes you see that in like you get to the, the you get to the finals and you you know the team's gonna lose because they just look done. Right. They look like they've given it all and they they had like two more games in them and that's it. They don't look tired. They don't I, it's unbelievable. No, they look like fresh, you know, okay, let's go. Time, ridiculous time to win. I don't know how they do it it's uh I bet I feel like this series has been everything I've wanted out of it in terms of chaos and lots of goals and everyone hates each other which is I mean every time I blinked Corey Perry was like hit like I feel like both him and Pat Maroon scored in the last game and I was like listen if, if you allow both of those guys to score like you you just lose you just right. lose the game I, I think Call that it. you just like lose the whole round um pat maroon i'm tired of you (laughs) and Corey perry we just need more wakashim music for you 
that's yeah. Yeah, well, we, we still have at least two to four, four. I can't do math, but we still have several more games yeah. for that to happen. So, fingers we'll crossed. See. Yeah, Good I hope luck. no one gets hurt, but also. Right. I he would like more. Silly. Yeah, I need more meme material. Yeah. Yeah. He just gets real mad and yells at someone and they decide they've had enough. Just right. Like, just, all right. Goodbye. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Me too. Well, next week, next Wednesday, we should know, I believe, who is our new Stanley Cup champion, I think, if I know I how. I think so. I, yeah, yeah. Game Unless 7 is two days off again. <laughs> yeah, Game 7 is scheduled for the 28th, so Tuesday night. So, oh, uh, we, yeah. so we will allegedly... Uh, have a stand unless it goes into like five overtimes or something, in which case, um, <laughs> no, neither of us are staying up that late. But uh, next week, we'll be able to talk Stanley Cup champions, we'll be able to uh, look at uh, the aftermath of this whole season. Uh, and I'm excited to be able to do that with all of you here on Locked on NHL. In the meantime, before we get to there, Jess, where can folks find you and your show online? Yeah. So you can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Um, please don't send me death threats for calling your favorite team uh, robots or cockroaches. Uh, you, you can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore flames pod. And you can find Locked on Flames wherever you listen to this show, including on YouTube at Locked on Flames. And you can find me on Twitter at right said Sarah. It's W R I T E said Sarah with an H. Uh, also, don't get mad at me for suggesting your favorite team is made out of robots. But if you do write like a fifty thousand word fan fiction about the Tampa Bay Lightning being robots, um, send it my way. I'll read it. Uh, but otherwise, that's all. Uh, you can find Locked On Kings wherever you get your podcasts, and also on YouTube. Uh, Locked On NHL is available same where you get your podcasts on your favorite podcast app of choice on your favorite YouTube app of choice and wherever you happen to listen to things for podcast reasons. Um, yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing to the show, telling your friends all about it. We've got cool content every day here on locked on NHL as we talk about uh, the latest and greatest in our favorite hockey league. Uh, that is it for today. Until next time, this has been locked on NHL part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day.